Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We're going to discuss the life episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. What we're going to do is we're going to break down the episode so you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan here with Pastor Joel. Hey, you Pastor Joel. Hey, Pastor Jonathan. What did you think about this episode? I loved it. I feel like this is one of those doctrine that when I remember when I first learned it, it was it was one of the doctrine that I learned that immediately just made a bunch of other things make more sense. Some of the doctrine we've taught are complex and confusing and, you know, partly because we've never heard of it before. This one, it may be complex in its application and, and implications, but it's it's pretty simple and it makes so much sense. You know, we covered in the episode. It does you know, a body getting a cut on it. Yeah. We know, I mean, it's scabbing over it. Like the body is working to repair it. And in that same thing happens with, you know, when your bones break, I've broke, I've broken my foot a couple of times. And one of the things I learned through this, that experience, even before I learned what the doctrine of life meant, I knew from the doctors and from the x-rays that the area of my break after it is healed or repaired is actually the strongest part of that bone. It's stronger than it was before it was broken. And then you think, so that's, that's this universal application that everybody can, everybody can understand. And then you just apply that into the spiritual, mental, and emotional areas as well. But then, I mean, it's even people know that when you work out, right, when you go to the gym and you lift weights, what's actually happening is the first step is all these muscles are being torn down. But when they get built up, they become stronger. It's like, so it is this, this universal principle that we all understand at some level. I think the thing that a lot of Christians miss out on is how this also applies spiritually mentally and emotionally oh my gosh absolutely so i love this episode i love talking about the doctrine of life and uh yeah it just makes more and more sense every time i talk about it and, and teach it so can you give us an overview of the strict or limitation side and then the loose or freedom side yeah so the limitation side is just this one-dimensional view it is life is existence it is this physical state of being i would even say it's short it, like they may even fall short of saying it's the physical ability to repair it just simply means you're alive means your heart is beating means you have you know brain waves you exist and the contradiction in that is the fact that if life is defined by the Bible as existence, then you have eternal life if you exist forever in hell. Right. So yes. that is not a... So it must be more than existence. Totally. Okay. Yep. And I mean, not only that, that's one, one contradiction exposed. The other contradiction is how does existence work with Jesus saying we can have abundant life? Perfect. Yep. Awesome. So there's two very... This is a, a great a great doctrine to see very, very clearly in the Bible where anything, you know, anything short of the ability to repair in all four of these areas is going to be less than what Jesus wants for us. 
the freedom side is just again it's just this avoidance of tension it's just this now i'm good i want to do everything i can to have this like now i'm good feeling okay so really what that looks like in this area is well since i'm a christian and jesus is is the life then i have life i'm good i've got jesus so i've got it all where it's basically defining life as jesus well the bible says jesus is the life and what's I your have definition jesus. of yeah, what's your definition yeah. of life jesus jesus that sounds silly but i'm i i'm sure people have actually said that of course uh, absolutely I've heard, he says I've heard i'm that, the, he said i'm yep. the life because I've heard people say the same thing. Jesus is love. You know, God is love. The Bible says God is love. Yeah, these are all descriptive terms. They're adjectives. They're not definitions. They're not causes. I can't do that. Right. How do I do? Okay, Jesus is life. Well, how do I have it more abundantly? More Jesus, Pastor Jonathan. How do okay, I? How? How, how do I more Jesus? <laughs> yeah. How? Then, and that's and then, where. You know what you get? How do I more Jesus? read the word, yep. pray. pray yep. And now guess where we're back on? We're back on the, li- the, so the loose side, side moves. Yeah. The, the freedom side moves over to the strict side and then back and forth. Right. Wait. So I'm supposed to do a bunch of this. I'm supposed to exert a bunch of effort and then I can have more Jesus. Wait. So you're saying that Jesus isn't enough. Oh yeah. And, and now, now they go, works. no, 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 no. They're going, no, 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 no. You did, yep. you know, and then but ba, you're ba, back. Bing, 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 back bing. to the freedom yep. side again. Yep. That's why the conjunctive answer is so important because it yes. accounts for both sides, but it is neither side by itself. Right. Right. <laughs> accounts yeah. for both, but yeah. neither. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Here's the thing that's, that's hitting me in all of this. Did you know, Pastor Joel, that I often find areas that I'm wrong? Did you know really? this? <laughs> i know i know i know that about myself oh it's my good gosh. to know that that's true for you as well okay but here is where i'm not at if i were i would say quantitatively and qualitatively really embracing this doctrine of life to its fullest extent okay or a more full extent then i would be excited if i found broken areas in my life yeah i am not there i so if i find you know broken bones what like spiritually if I find something that is spiritually broken in my life, if I find where I'm wrong. So here's an area where I'm, where it's exposed in me that I haven't, that I've refused taking direction from God in, and I'm doing my own plan in this area. That would be an example of a spiritually broken area in my life that is exposed. Yeah. Ouch. That is so painful, right? Yeah. But if I were to truly embrace life as the ability to repair, shouldn't I be excited to discover that area? 
Yeah, I think, you know, and I and I know this about you is that, I mean, we, we definitely tend to be excited in hindsight once the repair has happened. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think it's wrong to feel hurt and discouraged. I think it matters how we respond to that. But I do think as we grow in maturity, that initial blow hurts less. And I think not only does it hurt less, but I think our response time of being encouraged by, by finding these, these areas of, of brokenness within us, the the response time is shorter to us being encouraged Mm -hmm. by that. So, so I wouldn't say feeling bad initially about these areas of brokenness means you don't believe that life is really the ability to repair because okay. it is all about how we respond. Right. Right. And I think as long as we have flesh in us, there is going to be that pain, but what do we think and feel about that pain? I think is even more important than the pain itself. Yeah. You know, it's like, so if, if I get in a car accident and break my arm and it hurts does that mean that I don't think my arm is going to get healed? Well, no, it just, it hurts because it's broken. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't have faith that the doctors are going to be able to set my arm and, and my arm is going to work fine again. But, but I think it all, again, it all comes down to how we respond to this. So I'd be a little easier on you than what you seem to be on yourself, which that tends to be the case, but, <laughs> but I do, but I think you're right yeah. too. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing mm-hmm. with either. Cause I think you're right. And I think a, one of the journeys of us becoming, having more abundant life is the pain. It, it may not be that we don't feel pain anymore. It's just that, what does that pain mean to us changes? Mm-hmm. The pain I'm feeling can have a different emotion attached to it. So the pain we're feeling a lot of times is unconscious, right? And my emotion to it can be better, although it still hurts. And also, again, I think it really comes down, I think the one of the biggest areas where our maturity comes in is, it is the how we respond and that response time becoming quicker. So I get hurt or I find a contradiction in my life yeah. I mean, think of it 10 years ago. I mean, we had a conversation this morning, you and I, about some major, major areas within our respective churches where you and I are discouraged mm-hmm. about the state of of how strong or weak are we as a community? What are all the glaringly obvious things that we need to grow in as a church? And it hurts. It does. It sucks talking about that stuff. But it's also at the same time, you and I are approaching these conversations and approaching these tough subjects from the mindset of what can we do to repair these issues? What do we need to do to be leaders, to help the people in our communities to grow in maturity, mm-hmm. to grow their ability to repair in all these areas as well? And I think this conversation we had this morning, if we had it 10 years ago, could be a conversation or could be a state of being that takes us a couple of weeks to get over. 
or even even as you and I are talking about this stuff, I immediately am starting to feel this sense of encouragement where, okay, I'm not alone in this journey. Yeah. You and I are working on this together. Okay. I know we have the doctrine to help the people God's put in our care. And those feelings of discouragement quickly turn into encouragement when you have the right mentality behind it. Sure. And I think just 10 years ago, you and I in the same state, it may have been a blow to our soul that took a week to, to recover from. And we're walking around being mopey for a week. Right. So I think that's a big difference in our growth in life. But I, but I agree. I think I, I love your perspective because it, because it does make me want to, I'd love to get to a point where every time I find an area I'm wrong or contradiction in the spiritual, mental, and emotional, especially that my initial response is to be like, great area for me to grow in. Yeah. I'm to feel just, good about that. Right. Yeah. That's, that's great. I love it. I love all of that. And in terms of the, the spiritual truths with the, the, the physical truth of the, a broken bone treating it the same way as basically it's acknowledging that something's broken. And it's like, you know, when you, when you broke your foot and it's painful and you're kind of hobbling around or you're not able to run as well as you could, the first step is obviously acknowledging it yep. and then taking the proper steps. You know, you discover what's wrong with it, why it's there. And then you take the appropriate steps to make sure that you can heal right. from that. So, you know, I, I want to get to the place where when I find out where I'm wrong, instead of going, oh my gosh, I suck. I go, what an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Regardless of how I'm feeling. Yeah. That process of repair starts quicker than. And I think it is right. And I think it is, it's like, as we grow and I love that, what you said is, you know, that mopey time of being like, I can't believe it. You know, like it's realizing, oh man, I, I, I've had a broken foot for this long and I've been hobbling around when I could have been running this fast and realizing it and slowing down and taking care of it. And I feel like that initial step of just, man, of slowing down and saying, man, this, this hurts or like, wow, what an opportunity. So Uh, I, and it's, and it's painful, you know, but instead of, instead of running from that, instead of going, man, how can I just, and that's what I do. How can I just feel better from this? How shouldn't I feel excited about this? Shouldn't I be? And it's, it's no, something's broken. It's an opportunity, but there needs to be some steps. You're not instantly, when you say that you're wrong, you find an area of, of that you're wrong in, or your bone is broken, you are not, wow, I have a broken bone and then bang, I can run. Right. There's confession and repentance spiritually, which is a process. So I'd like to jump right to the three categories because what I want to do is take, how do we, what is these three categories of people in the perspective of self-esteem look like in response to the pain of finding an area of brokenness? Awesome. Because that's another thing I want to account for is 
we're all going to experience pain. It's going to hurt. I think the levels of self-esteem are going to show us in the area of the doctrine of life. When something's broken and needs to be repaired. The. The feelings or the perspective of that pain changes depending on our self-esteem. Man. Yeah. So I have low self-esteem, that first category of people, low self-esteem as it relates to the doctrine of life. So when these people have an area exposed within themselves that is broken, they tend to want to ignore it or even blame other people to get out from under feeling that pain. Yeah. So ouch, that hurts. I don't want to feel that pain. It must be someone else's fault including gods by that woman that woman that you gave me the serpent there you go the woman yeah. that you gave me yep is like let's blame eve and god and even just saying you know what god is love he would never want me to feel this is like another way of like i'm trying to i'm trying to overcome this this feeling i have purely so i don't feel it anymore but by not by addressing the pain, but by trying to get out from under it completely. Mm-hmm. The second category of people, the mid self-esteem would be the people. And that's where I think what your explanation was, was in like the mid self-esteem where it's like, I want to let me figure out as quickly as possible what I need to do to fix this so that I don't feel this pain anymore. Mm. That's this effort, right? Yeah, right. I know I have the ability to repair. Let me do it. Let me do it really quickly because I don't want to feel this anymore. And I want to just get through it. I want to effort through this, which at least can still result in repair happening, but it's going to, it's, it's going to result in that person likely getting burnt out eventually. And and you might need to do it. You might need to go back and go back and go back and go back to sort it likely, out because you tried to handle it quickly. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, and you yeah. likely, likely in the journey of of trying to effort your way into that repair, you probably screwed up a couple other things along the way too. Right. Where the high self esteem people are going to be the people who they take that backward step and they recognize the only way to repair this is to go all the way back to the original damage and it and it is this instead of going forward and trying to fix it fix it fix it it's go backwards to where did it start and this is the growth mindset episode Hmm. remember you when when you find out something's wrong you don't just get onto the right path you have to go backwards to where the wrong happened and that's where you brought up confession and repentance from there we go forward and And it can still hurt when you like these people at high self-esteem are still feeling pain, but their response to it is just to take a backward step and understanding this, this is another, so that would be the three categories as far as this goes. Um, And you notice how each of them is just seen like they're, they're each experiencing this pain, but their response to the pain is different. That's again, where I feel like our maturity isn't necessarily we don't feel the pain anymore. We just see the pain as something differently. And we respond to it differently, the more we mature. And, it, and ultimately, it is like that, that high self-esteem perspective is like getting, <laughs> it's like when you find out, oh man, my foot really hurts. 
instead of wrapping a bandage around it, it's like, no, let's go deeper and to find out what is going on. Let's get some x-rays. Yeah. Let's go to yep. a physical therapist. Let's yeah. like dig into Which exactly is what? what is wrong. It's actually, so that that's a great example of what this high self-esteem group of people, what they recognize, whether they can put these words to it or not, what they're doing is embracing this idea of going from bad to good through worse. And that's what the doctrine of life is all about. When I go to exercise, I'm trying to get my muscles from bad to good. How? Through worse, by breaking them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So what you're just saying, like if I break my foot from bad to good, broken foot to healed foot through worse, instead of just wrapping some ace bandage on it, through worse is man, I should grab some crutches, maybe use a wheelchair, go and call a doctor and get an appointment set. I may be off my foot for the next couple of weeks until I get my appointment and the x-rays and the cast put on. And then maybe it's six weeks of me being off this foot instead of every day wrapping an ace bandage around it, doing that for maybe 12 weeks and my foot heals wrong. And now yeah. it's worse and it has to be broken again. Yeah, but that's this idea in, in the doctrine of life is from bad to good through worse. And this is how God works. This is how God grows us. This is how God repairs us bad to good through worse. It's always through worse. It's never just A to B. There's always this backward step, this C step. And I mean, we can even say it, in order for me to have eternal life. Bad to good sinner to saved. What do I have to do? I have to die. Yeah, right. Worse. Yep. So in order for me to become more right from ignorant to more right, from bad to good, what do I have to do? Find out where I'm wrong through worse. Yeah, what happens as soon as I grow a bunch of fruit in my life? Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> oh, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> yeah. Where it's yeah. just, man, it just doesn't stop. So either, right. either I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to need to dive into those areas to discover what's broken or the areas in my life that are awesome are going to produce all this fruit and God's going right. to, he's going to, he's going to take that fruit so that I can have more fruit. And all of a sudden now I have these big, thick, awesome branches in my life these that have no fruit on them. Right. I was made to do this. And where did my fruit go? Oh. Now all of a sudden I feel like I am bare. Yeah. That's like, so our walk with God is either Finding areas where I'm broken. Number one. Or finding the areas where he's cut me back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that are bearing fruit that he yeah. is taking to produce more fruit. Yep. And both. So so God's always going to be using these. He's going to be facilitating us finding these areas within ourselves where we need to keep getting better, even in the areas where we're already healthy. Cause he wants more for us. He wants more for us. He wants more. He wants like, he's the facilitator of it. he's abundant. He's how we have abundance. 
there is everything no, he's doing is about abundance it is bro. it's all it's just more it's yeah. constant it is never it's exciting and it's always a process of producing more but it never stops it doesn't and it won't there's no retirement right there's no what what is the point where i'm sitting around with all this fruit going oh yes look at all the fruit that i've made it's like my fruit is for other people yeah that's never the case that'll never be the case man there might be times of harvest and celebrating but you yeah why do you do that well the fruit's gone you're eat. you know you're you're you know uh I remember uh, Pastor Wayne said that apple trees don't live off of apples. Your fruit right. is for other people. Right. So that that tree or us, we are living off of the fruit, the benefits of something else, of someone else. Yep. We're supposed to share it, right? Yeah. But there, it's just, it doesn't stop. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. Which actually brings right into the, do you want to do the play the connect the doctrine game? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, let's hear it. Did you make a theme song yet? Connect the doctrine. Connect the doctrine. Nice. Oh, man. I'm not even going to touch that. Well, I mean, you paved the way for it. I mean, we're talking like there's never going to be a moment where we're just sitting on top of our pile of fruit being like, ha, 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 look what I have. Right. For eternity. Our soul will be, well, our soul will be required of us in that moment. Remember the guy yeah. who. Oh, man. Who, yeah. who who builds all the the barns and stores all this yeah. my soul will take my rest good job soul yeah and then bang done so that is i mean a picture of eternal life is for us to always be growing for us to always be bearing more fruit for us to always be becoming better so it brings in this idea of repair life and that's why i brought up grow in grace and faith Life and repairing isn't just about confession and repentance. Repairing, if if I, I don't have to sin in order for me to be repaired. That's what eternal life is going to look like. The eternal ability to repair means we'll be eternally becoming more and more abundant, quantitatively and qualitatively. We'll be getting better, bearing more fruit for eternity, which the connected doctrine game. So how does the doctrine of life connect with the season of focusing on God's will? Well, God's will, a very uh, simplistic view of it is God wants all men to be saved, right? So he wants all men to have eternal life, Nice, all men and women to have eternal life. So that's where in order to understand what eternal life really is, if we don't have the correct three-dimensional perspective of of the doctrine of life eternal life won't make sense to us and what's gonna and what that journey and what that is going to be like for eternity so that's how i'd connect the doctrine of life to the god's will is just adding that word eternal life that word eternal in front of it perfect can go on forever right yeah god's will is that we we grow that our life grows Right. Awesome. Finally, Pastor Joel, can you remind us what the ultimate answer is? 
Yeah. So life is the ability to repair. And we know that means not just existence, not just physical, but also spiritual, mental, and emotional. In fact, more importantly, life is the ability to repair spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. That is so cool. As we were talking about all this life and the farmer who stored up all this food and wanted to retire and take his ease, all I kept thinking about is the story of Boaz and how he did the opposite. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I don't think Boaz gets enough credit. So just right. selfishly, I just want to give a shout out to Boaz for being a pillar and, you know, being in, in the line of Christ. Yeah. Being a, being a great example. And, and there's too few of these in the Bible. We, it seems like so often the examples of, of men and women in the Bible happen to be examples of what not to do. Yeah. But it's great to, you know, to be able to point out these heroines and heroes of faith and Boaz is one that, yeah, you're right. He doesn't, he doesn't get his due very often, but he was a great example of what it looked like to be a leader and a husband man, a good husband man to his wife and, yeah. and to Ruth. Yeah. And, and he had this extra and he had shared his fruit with her, right? and he did, and he shared it. He yeah. gave that fruit. Yep. So it's an incredible story. It is. So shout out to Boaz. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't more kids named Boaz? I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Oh man. So fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Joel. Thanks to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, or you'd like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We'll see you next time.